Hello and welcome back to Fanpick Fanfix. Today it is the 4th of July as I am recording this. Yay! Tomorrow I will be 20 years old and I will be 20 years old by the time this episode comes out. Woo! Happy birthday! Woo! <laughs> um, I'm going to record a couple episodes with Brianna today and yeah, let's get into it. Let's find an episode. Well, find a fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I know in the intro we said that we were going to post it, like, later, but I'm just going to post it today. Happy 4th of July! Happy 4th of July! Hope you enjoy! You're genuinely terrified of this? I'm genuinely terrified. Oh my goodness. Don't be. I'm genuinely terrified. Okay, every time I'm on your panic, <laughs> <time> <laughs> the podcast. You get traumatized. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Is it bad that I'm not sorry? I know you're not sorry. I mean, like, I guess I'm not sorry either. I keep coming back on. So, like, but yeah, I'm terrified. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Terrified, but excited, you know? Terracited. 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 That's my new favorite word. Thank you. You gotta pinky pie it up, man. Is that what we're reading? No. Uh, I feel like that's the name of a fanfic, probably somewhere. <laughs> probably. Up some. It's like party. I don't know. Fanfic about Pinkie Pie. Probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sorry if there's. Are you? Is this recording still? Yes. Oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry if you hear car noises. We're driving. To bring somebody Popeyes. We're bringing Popeyes to a friend for lunch because they want Popeyes and we're friends. Um, yes. You know, you know how it be. How it be though. How it do be though. How do it be though. How do it be? <laughs> it do be like that. It do be like that though. Uh, but yeah, we're looking for pop- Popeyes. We're looking for pop- Oh my god, I cannot. My brain hurts so badly. <laughs> oh my god. You should look for a monster prom fanfic. Uh, I will? <laughs> we, I, I convinced Aaron to play uh, monster prom. Zoe is my baby. Zoe is uh, very sweet. I love Vera because I'm a snake person, so, you know, gotta get that snake-haired lady girl. You cheated. You know what? Um, I take offense to that. I have tried for Vera three times, and I failed all three times, and so... And now you cheated. I cheated trying to get Vera, so I looked up the stats that I needed to get her, and I won! So, you know what? I don't Through care the power of out. cheating. You know what? <laughs> Through the power of love! She asked me to prom, and it was gorgeous. Um, because she's a strong, independent snake lady. She is. Who she's don't need no... Mans, which is why she asked me a girl to prom. Yes. Uh, clarification. We do love to see it. Are you sure you're not fucking gay? <laughs> and that is why all my friends think I'm gay, but I'm not. Um, but we do love to see it, you know? My dad thought we were dating. Yes, this is true. Um, I am, I am straight, uh, if you can believe it. Uh, maybe I'm not. I don't know. Who knows at this point, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, this is my coming out video. <laughs> oh. oh my god, are you actually not? No. 
I'm straight. But um, it is the question of to everyone else is is, is am I really? Uh. <laughs> Aaron looks at me like. <laughs> Don't call me out like that. <laughs> Uh, where is the fic I wanted to read you? I'm terrified. Look, I'm not... At least I'm not reading you some of the weird shippy fics I read. Okay, um... Can we think back about the ones that we have read and then please take back that statement? (laughs) Valid. Valid. Also, I wasn't the one that read that one. That was Noelle. Fair. I st- oh man, I, I need to wash my brain out <laughs> still after that one. Oh, here's one. Oh, dude, it updated today? Alright, we're reading this one. Alright, um, let's go. This is called Speak Now. It is a Harry Potter fan fiction. It is by Mrs. Frizzle. And the summary. It's by Mrs. Frizzle. Yes. Mrs. Frizzle. Yes. Like. Like Mrs. Frizzle, the like magic school bus. Yes. Okay, I love that. Um, I don't know why they chose their username. It's just their username. Okay, but like, have you? Okay, on a completely different note, before we start this, Mrs. Frizzle is on TikTok and she's amazing. Yes, and I want to date her. Uh, did you? She's looking for uh, women to date, so you should, I simp. You should. Uh, you should really make a dating video for that because um, she is looking for for uh, suitors. Um, anywho, I mean, <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, go for it, my dude. I will. Um, anywho, <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> We're so far off topic. Um, yeah, back to the topic of Miss Frizzle's uh, fanfic about Harry Potter. Um, it is summary. Overwhelmed with pain and anxiety after his seventh detention with Umbridge, Harry decides to reach out to an old friend for help. Mentor thick. It's a mentor thick. Okay. So it's gonna be sweet. Okay. Um, Chapter I'm one. literally terrified of any kind of fic now because of the fix that I have been forced to read okay. before. So I really hope it's wholesome and it doesn't involve anything else. It's Harry Potter in the fifth book. It's gonna have some other stuff in it, but it's also gonna be really sweet because I've read the first chapter and I love it to death. Um, um, and now it has a second Frizzle. chapter. It better, be, it better be good. You know? Alright. Alright, let's get into it. Miss Frizzle. Harry got up from bed for the sixth time that night. The back of his hand felt like it was on fire. It was the third day of his second week of detention with Umbridge. The relief from the Murtlap essence had been temporary, and the searing pain kept diving him back into the sinks to run his hand under cold water. He turned the faucet as high as it would go at first, then lowered the water pressure and let the gentle water cool the inflamed skin, letting out a soft sigh of relief. He kept thinking he should tell someone what was happening but he couldn't stand the thought of Umbridge knowing she'd gotten to him. He hadn't made a noise throughout the whole of his detention, despite the growing agony, and didn't want to make a noise outside of detention either. But it was getting to be impossible to keep up with everything. The detentions themselves took up most of the time he usually did his homework, and now the cuts were keeping him from sleeping as well. Ron and Hermione both knew about everything that had happened, but he found himself longing to be able to confide in an adult. He didn't know who to talk to, though. Dumbledore had enough on his plate. He had been avoiding Harry anyway, and Harry didn't feel comfortable bringing it up to him. He just wasn't the confidant he had once been. 
McGonagall would know what to do, but she'd also never respect his request to keep what was happening confidential. She would be upset with him for not coming to her sooner, and she would fuss and worry and make a big deal out of the whole thing, and it would make it all seem so much worse. Harry thought through his other professors, but it didn't feel like he was close enough to any of them to talk to them about this other than maybe Hagrid. Hagrid was a good friend, and an adult friend at that, but he wouldn't be able to help. He probably wouldn't have any advice, and he couldn't keep a secret to save his life. Harry really wished he could talk to Sirius, but he couldn't tell Sirius, for the same reason that he could never tell him about the Dursley's abuse. Harry was worried that Sirius would take the whole situation well, seriously. He had tried to come out of hiding and tear Umbridge apart, telling his godfather would be t putting him in danger. He thought through the other members of the Order. He trusted Ron's parents, but the Weasleys were suffering through, through, with everything that had happened with Percy, and he couldn't imagine having any helpful advice for him. Most of the other members of the Order, Harry didn't know it well enough to confide in. He really wished his dad was alive. His dad would know what to do. Harry turned off the faucet. Lupin had been close friends with his dad, too. He'd even been a professor at Hogwarts for a while, so he knew how things worked among the teachers, but he wasn't around anymore. He was removed enough from the situation that Harry could ask his advice without making an official report. And Harry trusted Lupin. He'd been the best professor they'd ever had. Harry knew to be careful about what to put in a letter, but writing to Lupin felt safe, especially if it was just asking to talk. He went to the common room to draft the letter. Maybe he would make a trip to the hourly before breakfast tomorrow. His hand burned the entire time he wrote. There was a strange phantom sting that made it feel as though the words he wrote were being etched in the back of his hand, as if he was still using Umbridge's quill. Harry's letter didn't say much, but it was enough to worry Remus, enough to convince him to contact Professor Dumbledore and request an in-person audience with the boy, which the headmaster granted easily. Remus wrote a quick look reply to Harry, requesting that he use the flu in the Gryffindor Tower to meet him in number 12, Gremlin Place, that evening, at the earliest convenience. After dinner, he settled down at the fireplace alone with a book. At nine at night, he assumed the message hadn't reached Harry, but he remained by the fireplace just in case. By eleven, he was beginning to drift off. The last thing he was expected for Harry to stumble out of the flu at half-past midnight. Remus jolted awake and straightened his robe, doing his best to appear as though he had not fallen asleep. Harry... He had been drowsy, but the sight of Harry sobered him immediately. Aside from the windswept look that almost always accompanied a wizard who had just traveled by flu, Harry looked awful. His skin was pale and there were bags under his eyes. Remus breathed to ask the boy if he was all right, but somehow it didn't seem like an appropriate question. Somehow no greeting seemed appropriate. He settled on, I see you received my message. Yes, thank you, sir. There was a pause. I have to admit, Harry, I wasn't expecting to see you so late. I hope it's not too late. No, not at all, just a surprise. I would have come sooner, but I had detention, with umbrage. Ah, something in Harry's eyes told Remus not to chide him for his tendency to get into the same type of mischief marauders always had. Harry lowered his head. Actually, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Remus sat down on the couch, gesturing for Harry to sit down across from him, which he did. What did you do to earn detention? I said Voldemort was alive. Remus sighed. I'm sorry, Harry, but she's from the Ministry. You can't expect her to be fair. That's not why I'm here. There was a bit of haunted look in his eyes. Did something happen during detention? Harry hesitated, his face turning pink. She had me write lines? Remus knew better than the most powerful that harmful words could have. What did she make you write? It's not what she made me write, it's the quill she made me use. The quill? Harry took a deep breath, pulled back his sleeve, and held out his hand face down. It took Remus quite a lot of effort not to gasp out loud. The boy's skin was crimson and swollen around the open cuts that spelled the words, I must not tell lies. Rage filled him. How did she do this? The quilt cuts words into the back of my hand when I write them. A blood quill, usually owned for 
only used for special contracts, but this should have been healed as soon as you were finished writing. It did, the first few hundred times. This time, Remus did guess. It's not that bad, it doesn't even really hurt. I'm surprised you can still lie with those words cut into your hand. Harry winced, and Remus regretted his comment. It had been a low blow. Yeah, that is a low blow. <laughs> Any thoughts so far? Uh, makes me remember how much I hate, um, uh, a certain teacher at Hogwarts. Um, and how Fuck much Umbridge. I would love to stab her with her own quill many, many times. Fuck Umbridge lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I love Lupin, so, you know, um, glad he's back. Um, and I would love him to turn into a werewolf and murder somebody. <laughs> uh, but also, Sirius, hello, I love you as well. Um, even though you're not technically in here and your name was just mentioned. Um, love you. Uh, but anyway, that is my comments. Uh, very good so far. Glad there's no, uh, nasty nasty yet. <laughs> Hopefully not at all. Okay, let's keep going. He took Harry's hand gently, looking over the cuts. He gently touched the edge of Harry's hand, beside the eye, but Harry hissed and pulled his hand back. Sorry, what have you done for the pain? Nothing this time. Remind me how to soak it in Murlap essence last night. Clever girl, but we can do better. I'll be right back. He stood up from the couch and went to the medicine cabinet in the bathroom to search for a few items. He returned with a bottle of Murlap essence and a roll of bandages. He sat down on the same couch as Harry, poured a bit of the essence into a strip of bandage, letting it soak in. Hand? Harry held it out, and Remus wrapped it in the bandage. Harry's muscles visibly relaxed. There you go. Now you should be able to sleep tonight. Thank you, sir. Harry took his hand back and let his sleep fall over his wrist. Remus watched him for a moment, considering his next words carefully. Harry, who have you told about this? Harry swallowed. Ron and Hermione? What adults have you told? I didn't want to tell Sirius. I was worried he'd put himself in danger if he knew. Harry is probably right about that one. You haven't told Professor Dumbledore. Harry shook his head. I didn't want to tell any of the professors at school. I didn't want Umbridge to know she was getting to me. Remus let his breath out. He knew all too well what Harry meant. He also knew what a deep trap it was. His throat choked up a little at the thought that Harry had trusted him enough to be honest. Harry, I need you to listen carefully. Can you do that? Harry nodded. He put an arm around the boy's too small frame. What that woman is doing to you is illegal. It's wrong, and it's twisted, and you deserve better. Speaking up isn't weakness. In fact, it takes quite a lot of bravery. Harry didn't say anything. The Ministry will not be fair to you, but even they can't ignore this. Those marks on your hand give you power over her. If you speak up now, you can get her removed from Hogwarts. Harry was silent, and Remus knew he wasn't getting through. He'd have to speak a language the boy would understand. Do you think you're the only one she hurts? A short pause, and Harry shrugged. You could protect other students from her. Harry gripped his injured hand in his good one. I didn't think about that. Remus let go of Harry, though he tussled his hair before returning to the couch across from him. Harry's green eyes traveled up to meet Remus. Are you going to tell Dumbledore about this? Remus gave him a hard stare. Are you? Dumbledore has been ignoring me. Remus sighed. He knew why Dumbledore hadn't been drawn from Harry. He didn't like it, and he didn't quite agree with it, but he did understand. He also knew that if one of the teachers was physically abusing a student, Dumbledore would want to know, regardless of any other circumstances at the time. But he knew how Harry felt as well. Maybe you can talk to Professor McGonagall. Harry nodded. I'll think about it. You do that. Remus knew there would be no more reasoning with Harry while he was as tired as he was. 
I'm going to speak with Professor Dumbledore about excusing you from classes tomorrow. You look like you haven't slept in days. No, it's okay, I... This is not up for discussion, Harry. Harry looked down. Remus' tone softened. Go get some sleep. Sir, can I... Can I sleep here? Remus blinked. The request surprised him. Though perhaps it shouldn't have. Yes, you may. Thank you. Harry adjusted himself so he's leaning back against the side of the couch. Remus went to fetch a blanket from the other side of the room. I'll send word to Hogwarts that you're here. You can visit Sirius before you go, but you'll need to return by dinner time tomorrow. I'll let Sirius know not to wake you until at least noon. You need your... Remus returned to where Harry was lying on the couch. His eyes were closed and he was lightly snoring. He chuckled and draped the blanket over the child, tucking it in at the sides. He put a hand on Harry's head. Sleep well, my boy, he whispered as he retired to his own room. And that's the end of chapter one. That's so sweet. Also, kill Unbridge. <laughs> kill her. Kill her, please. She's a... Ugh. ugh. I hate her so much. So, what do you think of this fic? It's good. I like the writing. The writing is very good. Um, we love Lupin. We love uh, Protect Harry. Um, Dumbledore. Why you useless. Um, Literally. <laughs> Why are you always so useless? <laughs> Sorry, but call it post for you. Uh, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's so true. Um, gosh, I have not read... This is, like, making me want to read Harry Potter again. Um, even though it's, like, you know, fair fact, but I love Harry Potter. Um, yeah, it's very good. This is a good fanfic. Thank you, Erin. Yeah, <laughs> for finding a good fanfic for us to read. I... Excuse me, the other ones were good, too. They were good, um, just not... This is more my style. This is wholesome. This is more wholesome. I like wholesome fanfics. That's valid. Um, not... Not... Smutty... Okay, excuse you. Excuse you. That one was on Noel. That, that one was on Noel. That was on Noel. Yes. Uh, no, no shade to you guys if you like a smutty fanfic. Um, I also like smutty fanfics, so we do not shame. not my, my cup of tea. Not, not for me. That's valid. Uh, also, we're almost to Mishikot to bring the Popeyes, which is probably cold by now. Sorry, Logan. Um, but you can heat it up in a microwave. Yeah. All right. I'm going to shut off this after recording an outro. You can follow Brianna at uh, Hope Illustrations on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, so probably other places. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm on here a lot, I guess, because we hang out a lot. So, woo! woo! <laughs> All right. I am Erin. You can find me as Ear We Are Art on TikTok. You can find me as Ear We Are Arts on Twitter and YouTube. And you can find me as Bluebell Erin on Instagram. I hope you all have a fantastic day and enjoy reading this wonderful fanfic. Woo! Woo! Happy Fourth of July! Happy Fourth! Should I post it today? Do you go for it?